Welcome back to our two-part series. I'm Rachel Dempsey, and this episode is the second half of our conversation with Don Clawson and Travis Morrow. We've we've mentioned tech. Uh, both of you have talked about the role of tech in your self-storage operations, but kind of along the, the customer experience lines, um, specifically in the case of the store local co-op, you guys have used the Noki Smart Entry System, um, can each of you tell me a little bit about what that system, um, and, you know, integrating tech has meant to you, like along with the customer experience line and just, uh, maybe anything else you wanted to touch on with that? So Travis, you should probably I'll, take the lead on this one. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the lead on this one. Now. Okay. Deal. Thanks buddy. Um, so the Dove Mountain location was our first one to open its doors with the Noki Smart Entry System. And the, as my manager at that store likes to tell me, the most common word that he hears from customers when they see the system in action is wow. They are blown away. I've been in the office, I've rented units to tenants myself. I've seen it firsthand. And a tenant told me one day, he's like, I feel like I've stepped into the future. <laughs> and that is what the Noki smart entry system is to me. It is the future of the industry. The way that the lock works in concert with Bluetooth on your phone, the time savings that it offers the manager from an overlock standpoint, the ability for us as operators to meet that customer, as we talked about, where they want to be met. It solves, for me, the last problem in a complete online rental. You know, our, our problem was always, you know, the co-op had has built us a beautiful customer experience from an online rental standpoint where the customer can find us and move in, sign all of their paperwork paperlessly. But my problem was always what happens at Sunday night at eight o'clock. If that is when my customer wants to do business with my facility, I could always move them in. I could get them in, do all the paperwork, get them through the gate they show up to their unit. Unfortunately, it's Sunday night at eight o'clock. I don't have a manager on property that's going to take that lock off. But with the Noki smart entry system, that all happens automatically. And that automation allows my customers to work with my facility when they want to, at the time they want to, and how they want to. My, my, my biggest hangup was who took, who takes off the yellow lock because at eight o'clock on a Sunday, if a customer shows up and they get in the gate and they get to their unit and there's a yellow lock on the unit, I'm already providing a less than stellar customer experience because they can't move their stuff in when they want to. Noki Smart Entry solves that problem for me. Awesome. Well, I love hearing that. I always love hearing success stories and how it's making your lives easier. Like that's one of my favorite things. So I love hearing that. 
that's why we're using it flat out going forward. Right. Um, I, I, Don, we've talked about it. There's not a door that we're coming out of the ground with now that's not going to have a Noki smart entry unit controller on Whether it be a mass unit or a new construction, I want smart units. Yeah. And then we have to figure out what to do with the other you know, 35,000 doors that aren't smart yet, but uh, we could talk about that later. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is that, that, that change is difficult for, you know, for, for people. And it's, um, you know, in this case, it was, it, it, Travis, but it's meeting the customers. It's, you know, it's what we needed. You know, it, for me, I always used to wonder how we could, rent a, a car so seamlessly and easy and quick and you walk in and you sign some sort of held high handheld device and then you drive off with their expensive car with all the liability associated with it but they do that transaction in you know a few minutes um, but it was also then going to like the airbnb experience where you're walking into a piece of real estate that you feel worth who knows how many hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars and they're filled with expensive furniture and you show up there and you get a, a code texted to you and go walk in and you have access to everything. My gosh, it seems like the self storage industry would certainly benefit by it. And here we are with the, the Nokia smart entry system. And so, that really became a very easy decision, even for those of us who don't like change. It just was a, a pretty pretty easy decision. And I feel like this is just the start of it. I think so too. I think it's it's definitely kind of the jumping off point for a lot of things, especially in the next few years to come. Next up, um, I would like to get both of your opinions on something. So I want to hear about your management styles and tips for our listeners in that arena. So how do each of you approach this careful art of employee relations? Like what are your top priorities when it comes to keeping your employees happy, keeping them motivated, and how do you deal with conflict or problems that arise with employees? I'll start with this one. Uh, talked earlier about strat and you know one of the things is that uh, we really don't have employees although we have 180 team members that work with us and I, I talked earlier and about that being our secret sauce uh, our people are team members and truly it's one of our primary functions is to make sure that the people that are out there operating the facilities that they know how valued they are. And we recognize our team in every way that we can, and we're always looking for ways to do it better. Uh, we try to pay above market wages. We love providing a bonus structure. We offer good benefits, we have a 401k. So those are the one half of it, but it's the interaction with the team. It's, it's really getting out there and communicating that truly nobody is more important than everybody else. There's equal importance. Uh, and it's a, a assistant manager, a manager, 
uh, we need them as much as they need a, a CEO or a president. And it's, it's from my heart that I truly believe that. So it's a pretty easy message to give. Now, as we've grown, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to have as much interaction as I like to have. But we do have quarterly meetings and company events and do my best to, to attend every one of those, both in California and Texas. And then we have a, a great president, obviously, and Travis and two amazing vice presidents, Julie Mary in California and Tristina Valeski in Texas. I won't go through all of our DMs, but we have amazing DMs and they're spending time with their team members and making sure that they supported and provided what they need. And then our home office here is, is relatively small with 13 or 14 of us in here, but the, our, our human resource director, Jesse Lamb, and our my partner, Randy Strauss, and the full accounting team, we all really band together and just try to work. Now, conflict is going to happen. It, it happens on a, sadly, a daily basis. And the way that we try to deal with it is to openly communicate. We try to, if something's going back via email or text and it bounces back more than once or twice, we know it's time to pick up the phone and have a conversation. We know that it's time to sit down and have a face-to-face -face meeting. Uh, it's a, it's difficult and it's a, a blessing and a curse to really see both sides of any potential problem and try to figure out a way to meet in the middle. And then there's sometimes where there's just a right and a wrong way to do it. And then you describe the right way to do it and you try to get that team member on board and seeing things the way that they need to be seen and needs to be done in a kind and polite way. And so if everybody starts from the premise that we truly are all equal and we all need each other, then dealing with conflict becomes a little bit easier and we just try to do that as upfront and straightforward as possible in all in, in all situations so my boss just said that perfectly <laughs> <laughs> but, but what i will add to that and i think when i came on board with strat the thing that i wanted to bring to our team members is the support that I want store managers to run our properties like it is their own. And I want them to know that they have the support of the home office if they make decisions, whether they be pricing decisions, tenant issues, any of those things that pop up operationally on a day-to-day -day basis, I want my store managers to know that they have the support of the home office that I believe they are going to make the best decision for our properties every time. And we call it, run it like you own it. 
is is my frequent refrain around the office. And I think our managers have adopted that and have taken ownership of that concept and then have turned that into ownership of their properties and are truly running those stores like it were their own business and making decisions like it were their own business which because we hire good team members and have such great people in place, I'm confident that they're making the best decisions that we would make as president or CEO for their properties. And I want them well, to know that we support them in that decision. And there's, you know, there's so many things that happen at a self storage facility every day that cannot go up and down a chain of command and that person in the office has to be able to feel comfortable and confident in the ability to make those decisions those are both such great pieces of advice those are great like advices for living definitely for (laughs) for employee management oh my gosh all right so earlier we mentioned um that you both serve on both local self-storage association boards as well as the national self-storage association board. So what are some trends that you're both seeing in today's self-storage marketplace? Um, What do you think that people are getting right? And what are some areas that the industry might be lagging behind in? Don, I'll let you lead off. Oh, goodness. Uh, Well, it... Just for a clarification that I, I, I don't have the benefit of serving on either the California or the Texas uh, Association, but I am involved with our National Self-Storage Association and, as you mentioned, Store Local. Uh, I, I will say that I'm overly impressed with the Self-Storage Association on the national level of always really wanting to do what's best for the industry and make sure that they're serving everybody from the one store operator to the largest street. And so it's been a, a pleasure working with them. As as far as what people are doing right, or um, I, I don't think that it's, actually, I know I'm not in a position to say, you know, who or what is happening right or wrong. Uh, I know that we all know that the industry is lagging behind in technology. I think that we're seeing some significant changes with uh, private equity coming into this business, not just from the ownership side, but from the technology side. And I think that that will, uh, is a, roadmap for our industry going going to go through some changes. The other trends are, I think that there's not a lot of consultants out there like Travis, when he was doing that 15 years ago, that would go and say, this is not a good project for you to build. And I think that it's, it's a hard message to deliver. But as Travis said, can save people millions of dollars by not making a mistake in building something either in a market that does not or cannot absorb the space immediately 
And I think that there is a trend that there is a lot of building taking place. I don't think that anybody will deny it. I don't, you know, this is still such a micro market business that I can't say that every place is overbuilt, but I believe there's some areas that have, are getting towards more supply than demand. Uh, and the other thing that I've seen is the, um, you know, the, the data that's available out there is continuing to, to improve, whether it's through the union real time, the Yardi, the other data providers. I think that it's getting better and it's going to be very helpful to us in the future. So I guess that if I were trying to sum it up, the things that, that, that we need to embrace are let's make sure that we all have as much good data as possible and hopefully continue to embrace this change in technology. I say that it's not a secret that our industry is lagging behind in, in that area. Yeah, we certainly lagging in the technology area. And Don, you touched on private equity not just from the real estate side, but from our, our vendor side. And I have concerns about that as an operator and the impact that that is going to have on our facilities. I look at other industries, whether they be airlines or hotels, and see how outside technology has had a significant impact on those industries and the valuation and returns that that real estate offers. And so as members of our co-op, we are very sensitive and aware because we've learned from other industries and seen how it is impacted those industries and we're doing our best to take steps to continue to offer operators choice and and that's what we are focused on well put well thank you both so much for that and the last question that i have for you guys kind of looking towards the future so i'm wondering how do you both think technology and all these things that we've talked about how do you think all of this is going to influence the self-storage industry in the next five years, in the next 10 years? What, what are your just personal predictions about what this industry is going to look like in that time frame? Okay. So in the short term, and we'll call that five years, the operators that have the foresight to adopt new technologies to meet customers where they want to be met are going to have an advantage in the marketplace because our tenants when comparing facility a to facility b are going to look at some of the technological offerings that one facility has over the other and i believe choose the more advanced facility, even if that involves a slightly higher rental rate, because the customer experience for them is important. 
So for a customer, it's more about the experience, I believe, than it is the rectangular box that we rent them. And if I can provide something more along the lines of Amazon versus something along the lines of, I don't know, pick an antiquated business, Blockbuster, that's what I want to provide them. So five years, the early adopters are going to have an, a distinct advantage in the marketplace. Ten years, everybody is going to be on the train. And if they're not on it, they're selling their facility to somebody who will. Very well put. Don, do you have anything to add? That'd be tough to add, too. Um, I, <laughs> I, I really don't have any, any additional comments on that. I agree. Awesome. All right. Well, that is all I have for you guys. It's been such a treat to talk to both of you. And can you tell uh, our listeners how they can get in touch with either of you if they have any questions? Sure. I'm happy to do that. Travis, you want to start? Sure. You can reach me at tmorrow, T-M-O-R-R-O-W, at com. Uh, I am an avid emailer, and I look forward to chatting with anybody that wants to talk about storage. Yeah, I agree with Travis. I'd love to talk about self-storage, probably uh, too much. I think Travis and I spent about a 14-hour day, and we did not stop talking about it on Saturday. And um, here we are again. Again, I can be reached at uh, tomorrow. No, I'm kidding. Uh, D. Clausen, C-L-A-U-S-O-N, at stratprop.com. And if anybody wants to contact me via cell phone, it's 619-318-9287. And before we hang up, Rachel, I want to thank you for the opportunity and, and for just to, to chat and also thank Janice for what they have done for uh, our organization. So we, we do appreciate it. Well, you are so welcome. Thank you so much for that feedback. I really appreciate that. And thank you both so much for taking the time to hang out and chat about self-storage and all these things that we've covered. And listeners, if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can reach me at marketing at janiceintl.com. Well, thank you both again and have a wonderful rest of your day. You have a great one also. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.